Good morning. I hope everybody's doing well today on this beautiful and wonderful Friday morning. Trust everybody slept well and uh, ready to hit the day running. I know for myself, I'm struggling just a little bit. I am exhausted and uh, uh, really uh, having a hard time getting getting going this morning. In fact, I was trying to do my personal uh, devotions and prayer, and uh, I'm embarrassed to say while I was praying, I uh, kept falling asleep. So, <laughs> mess me, I looked up at the time, and I was like, oh, no, it's about time to start the devotion. So I was running just a hair behind this morning, so I do apologize for that. But, uh, you know, I am trying to do these devotions an hour earlier uh, for uh, thanks for you know, people get back to school and work and things like it. That uh, it's it's uh, an hour can make such a huge difference. You know, it really does. So it's tough uh, trying to uh, to do these a little bit earlier, but uh, hopefully that uh, you will you will find them well and uh, they will uh, well, you'll be blessed by it. But uh, uh, of course, you know, I always like to do a little bit of uh, political commentary for uh, uh, we start our devotions and. You know, I don't know how some of y'all feel about uh, about me doing that. I just feel like it, you know, it just bears mentioning, and uh, I think it bears relevance. And uh, uh, whether in a Christian setting, you know, I think of all people, the Christians, the pastors, need to bring attention to certain issues and things. And uh, some people don't like it. In fact, we've had people uh, leave the church saying we're too political. And uh, I think if a pastor is is not doing his deal his due diligence if he's not up there trying to warn people and explain things to individuals uh that uh can be uh devastating and hurting uh to the christian community and uh you know i just don't see how in the world anybody in their right mind could even consider joe biden i'll tell you this guy is crazier than an outhouse rat i mean there's just no way up two ways about it it's insane. I mean, he's just a puppet is all he is. Uh, in fact, I shared a little uh, meme this morning. It said, uh, uh, who's my VP? Question mark. I said, I don't know. They haven't told me yet. I mean, there's more truth in that than you realize. Uh, he's being controlled and used. Uh, it's not him doing anything, making the decisions. And that's what we need to be concerned about with him. Uh, if if he was, heaven forbid, he's become president. We are in big, deep doo-doo, you know. And uh, he uh, just, he, it's one gaffe after another. You know, here he's talking, putting down the African community, African-American community, as say they're not diverse as Hispanics. And, uh, of course, all of a sudden there's a tweet that comes out real quick. It's supposedly him apologizing. Of course, we know his staff is the one that's putting that out there to cover his backside. But you know why? Because you've got a lot of the, you know, because of DACA, uh, a lot of these uh, illegal immigrants, things like that, they're trying to push to vote. That's what they're wanting to, that's what they're banking on, hoping to get them in, uh, getting him into office. And uh, so... Uh, you know, we're just going to have to pray. We're going to pray big time uh, what's, what's going on in this country. So, um, you know, uh, it's uh, I'm just telling you right now, it's not going to be good for any of us, particularly Christians, if uh, if he gets in there. So, but again, that's why I comment on these things because I feel like it's something that needs to be addressed. So if you get mad or get upset, then I apologize. But I'm just doing it as I feel led. And that's all I can do. So I uh, in fact, I'm, I'm embarrassed that there aren't more pastors that aren't speaking up. And they may be. You just don't hear about it. So. All right. Well, let us stand and let us do our Pledge of Allegiance. 
I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Like I say, now I do take off my hat, I do stand. I want you to think I just sit here and, and read that off, but I make it a point to say that because I don't want anybody to be like, well, man, he's, uh, you know, not even standing for the pledge. I don't want to, you know, I do, I always do. So don't ever think that uh, otherwise. Well, this morning we'll look at Matthew chapter 10, verses 38 through 39. So let me get over here and. Get that up so everybody can read it right along with me if they so desire. Hold on here. There we go. And he that taketh not his cross and falleth after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. All right. As me old pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. You know, we look at... Uh, these these passages here uh you know it's not that it uh, uh so much makes bad men good uh but uh it, it brings the dead to life all right and because we're all dead in our trespasses and sins and as a result of god saving us uh, you know jesus christ is uh jesus christ atoning work on the cross you got here in a second uh it is um uh, because what he done, uh, the old us uh, that was dead, that was heading for destruction, heading for hell, uh, we were given new life. And, you know, we look at this world, and of course, again, we know and understand that this world is spinning out of control. All right, we know that. It's going to hell in a handbasket. I mean, I doubt you'll find very few people who would even dare to, to disagree with that. You have uh, people out there with lofty imaginations. You have people who... Uh, uh, you know, they think their good work's going to get them into heaven. They, you've got people who don't even believe. You have atheists. You have agnostics. You have, uh, you know, all these different individuals. And, uh, you know, that's one great thing, that uh, God gave us free will. And we have the choice and the decision to accept or reject Christ. That's why, you know, it is a free gift. That's something that we um, cannot force on somebody else. It is a free gift of God. And all we can do is offer that gift and they can, if they reject it, then that's on them. You know, I, I, I would never understand why anybody would want to reject the gift of salvation. If you uh, don't think that there's a God and, uh, you know, this is all there is, I pity you. I mean, I really do. I pity you. If you're an agnostic and you believe that there is a form of a higher power out there, then there's hope for you because, you know, we all have this... Um, uh, certain sense of morality in our life, but you have to understand if where, where where's this morality coming from? Uh, where's this moral law? Uh, you know, somebody had to give this moral law. There had to be a moral law giver. That has to be God. I mean, you know, there's just you, you, everything points to God. We are created to worship. Why do you think that uh, uh, this need, this drive, this this desire for something more? Than ourselves. That's because we desire more. We desire God. Uh, remember, we are. It's like I was talking about tonight. We are pilgrims. We are strangers in a strange land. We, uh, you know, that's why as Christians, 
uh, we can be in this world, but we're not of this world. And uh, that's why we stand out like a sore thumb. That's why people in this world do not understand us. They do not get us at all. And likewise, we don't get them. But we know the one who gave us life. And we, you know, it, again, you look at all the other religions, and we ours is the only one that our God is alive. All the others are dead. And uh, when we look at God's word, when we understand it and seek it out, uh, we understand that there is no amount of goodness that we can provide uh, to attain perfection on our own to enter into heaven. You know, you look at all these other religions out there and you have to atone for your sins. You have to uh, uh, be enlightened. You have to do all these, you know, the seven pillars of Islam or whatever it may be, you know, sitting in the lotus position and and uh, all the different gods of Hindu. And, you know, I mean, there's all these things you have to work uh, in order to uh, uh, to attain a level of, of perfection, if you will, uh, before you can be accepted into their version of heaven. But see, we understand as Christians that we can not, never, ever be good enough on our own. There's nothing we can do to atone for our sins. That's why it took Jesus Christ. See, we have a sin debt. See, God demanded judgment. We have a sin debt that we could not pay. But Jesus Christ paid a debt he did not owe. Only Jesus Christ was perfect, was perfect enough he was fully God. He was fully man to take on the sins of the world to save us from a very real hell. And uh, it's so sad to see that there are so many people out there that uh, are the God of this world has completely and utterly and totally blinded and uh, has no uh, uh, understanding uh, of the gospel. And uh, they're so hate-filled. They're so bitter. I mean, we see that all around us uh, in the news or uh, you know, uh, every time we, you know, we look at uh, all the rioting and the and the people that are being murdered and beaten, and and it's just you see all this anger and hate, and you know, if they only understood the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, if they knew the love of Jesus Christ, if they knew the one who can heal this land, who can bring together all the, all this division that we're seeing out there can be brought together through Jesus Christ, and uh, you know, I think it makes our uh, mission that much more important uh, is that we need to get out there and make sure we're telling others about Jesus Christ, that we have a responsibility as Christians, and we'll be judged for that, that we're not out there telling others about Christ and his love and his sacrifice and what he has done for us. So, you know, don't neglect that duty. But when we look here, and he that taketh not his cross of all that to me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. We must uh, dive ourselves daily. You know, we are, um, you know, I think a lot of people are um, uh, confused or misled into thinking that they are generally good people. And I'm not saying that uh, you, there's not nice people in the world, but when we look at God's word that we are desperate, you know, man's heart's desperately wicked who can know it. You can put on a good facade. You can put on a good act. You can put on a good Christian uh, attitude in front of other people. But how a man is when he is at home alone is who he truly is. How you are when you are alone is how you truly are. You can put on a good act in front of people, but are you truly trying to die of self, to die of pride, to die of coveting, uh, to die of bitterness, to die of hatred, to have more forgiveness, to show love towards other people, to truly desire the things of God, humbling yourselves before Christ Jesus, depending upon him, not on your works, not on your abilities, not on uh, uh, what, what you think you can do, but on Christ alone. 
Are you doing those things? You know, that's one thing I pray about every day is Lord, help me to have that humility. Uh, help me not to do anything out of vainglory or selfish ambition. Help me to follow after you. Help me to serve you above all things. Every time I go to preach, I pray, Lord, don't allow me to, uh, to depend upon my own abilities, but depend upon you alone and nothing else. And uh, that's one thing that I can do. You know, it's a tough thing to die of self. It's a tough thing to take up the cross and follow after Jesus Christ, to endure persecution, to fight against those sins of the world, to fight against those attitudes and angers. And, and you know, there's so many things that we all had to fight and deal with daily that only Christ gives us the ability to endure and to persevere and to keep pushing forward. And that's why we had to be completely and totally dependent upon him and not of ourselves. So that's why we got to take up our cross and follow after him. We have to die of ourselves daily. You know, it's a sad thing to know that there are people out there uh, who are suicidal. And, uh, you know, you look at Robin Williams, you know, he was just uh, always funny, always on, uh, always had the on button. You know, he's just crazy. Maybe you saw him in, in interviews and stuff, man, he was just all over the place. But deep down, you didn't realize the, the depression, you know. Uh, you look at, um, um, oh, what was his name? Smokey Robinson sung the song Tears of a Clown. Uh, you know, you can put on a good facade, but deep down you could be hurting. And, uh, and like I said, you know, some of you all know I've, I've battled depression for many years. and It's something I've had to fight with. And uh, I could put on a good act, but inside I could be hurting really bad. And I think I explained that's, that's a lot of people. But if you are contemplating suicide, if you're wanting to give up your life and you no longer want it, Good news, if you don't want your life, I know somebody who will take it, and that is Jesus Christ. You know, when you're looking inwardly, and you're looking at the pain, and maybe things just seem so bleak that you can't see around the obstacle, above it, under it, uh, and it just seems like a dark, deep place, and there is no hope for tomorrow, I'm telling you right now, put your hand in that nail-scarred hand. There is hope for tomorrow. There is light at the end of the tunnel, and that is only through Jesus Christ. Quit focusing on you. Quit focusing on the problem, but focus on the problem solver. There are things that we cannot do. And you may say, Matt, you don't understand. I'm in an impossible situation. Well, guess what? God makes the impossible possible. So that's why we just need to give it over to him. And see, when you keep focusing on that pain, when you keep focusing on that hurt, when you keep focusing on loss or despair, it's only going to draw you further into that dark place. But if you could focus on that problem solver, if you could focus on Jesus Christ, focus on God Almighty and what he has done for you and for your life and that he is willing to give you life eternal, then there is hope. So it, you know, don't um, throw away a life. You know, there's a lot of people out there, you know, that uh, uh, would love uh, to have your gifts, your abilities, uh, to be able to uh, walk and talk and, and to be able to hold things in their hands. And you, you know, so be grateful for who you are and for what you have. Count your blessings. Instead of focusing on the negative, count your blessings. Let's follow after Jesus Christ. It is the only way. It is the only way. What is the alternative? Without Christ, what is the alternative? It's nothing. There's nothing out there that can give you and provide you what Jesus Christ can give you. I don't care if you have all the money in the world. I don't care if you can amass all the, the stuff this world has to offer. It will not bring you happiness. And uh, why do you think there's so many actors and, and uh, in Hollywood, uh, rich and famous, 
that are that overdose on pills because they're still a void. They're still not happy. There's still something lacking. What do you think that is? It is Jesus Christ. And that's why we have to give everything and, and surrender all to him. I surrender all. And, uh, you know, when you can do that, that's when you can truly be happy. Now, the Christian walk is not an easy walk. And that's why it says, take up the cross and follow after me. That's, it, it, it is difficult. It is hard. It is tough. But the rewards are out of this world. And what we receive in, in, uh, in the midst of our persecutions, the midst of our trials, is a strength that is not our own. It only comes from God above. So let us depend upon Christ Jesus today. Let us give our all to him today. Don't, uh, don't fall into that trap of despair and depression. Uh, don't fall into the trap of thinking you're so intellectually high-minded that you don't need God. We're all in need of a Savior. And we all need to come to the foot of the cross. And if you want to have eternal life, I beg you and implore you to give your life to Christ today. My friends, I truly, and you may laugh at me, but I truly believe that we are on borrowed time. And it's just a matter of time that Jesus Christ is going to rapture us out of here. Are you going to be caught up with fellow Christians? Or are you going to be left behind? And uh, Lord help you if you're left behind. You have the choice between heaven and hell. You make that choice today where you want to be, where you want to reside. Your good works won't get you there. It's only accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior that will attain, attain you eternal life. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this uh, wonderful day. Lord, help us to depend upon you utterly, totally, and completely. We give up of ourselves daily, die of ourselves daily. Lord, you are the giver of life. Let us take up our cross and follow after you and to serve you well. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose in the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide us, watch over, protect us this day. Keep us safe and well till we meet again. And Lord, I just pray that uh, you'll be with our nations, you'll heal this land and bring peace. Be with our police officers, Lord, let them know that they're loved, needed, and appreciated, as long as our military. And Lord, I pray that you'll touch the hearts and minds of the people of this nation. They'll come to know you before it's too late. Lord, be with our sister in Christ, Kim Panix, Wendy Lee, Ginger Hood, Troy, and uh, David Feathers, and Linda Feathers, and Pray that you be with Murph, that you bring healing upon him. I pray that you'll be with Ronna Thelma Thompson. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, uh, you'll be with this young man, Nate, from Daniel Boone High School. Lord, that you'll continue to bring healing upon him. And uh, Lord, just pray that you be with all the prayer requests and concerns uh, that we're given each and every day. Lord, I pray that you be with our president. Give him proper wisdom, knowledge, understanding in these difficult times. And Lord, I pray protection about him and his family. We thank you. We love you and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals watching today, and I uh, hope everybody has a great day as you're going out and about. Uh, as always, we'd like to share these devotions. You can find me at Dr. Young 77 If your friends or family don't do Facebook, they have a couple of options. They can either go on our website at flbconline.com or on my podcast, 
uh, I'm sorry, on um, YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. But now we come to my podcast. If you haven't already subscribed to the Dr. Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, audio only, but you can listen to all of the sermons and teachings, uh, Fountain Life Bible Church, along with the daily devotionals. And uh, as you're driving to work, working around the house, whatever it is you're doing, it gives you something to work, even working out. You can sit there and worship uh, with us as you're working out. I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless. Mm-hmm.